The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you? Welcome, yeah, for each and every week we welcome new listeners, so before I even start into this week's podcast, welcome all you new listeners who keep messaging me and saying, oh my god, I had no idea you done this, this is amazing. So I'm getting lots of messages like that over this past couple of weeks, I have to say, so welcome all you new listeners, you guys out there who are regulars to the show, you know who we are. We are the show for the piping folks. So if it's got bagpipes in it, around it, near it, yeah, we're the show for you. So, yeah, prepare to be, yeah, not amazed. But, yeah, we've got a lot of piping news to get through on this week's podcast. And, yeah, pretty interesting topic of the week this week that was suggested by a listener. So, we'll get into that. But before we kick off each and every podcast, we normally get into listener mail. But before we do, we'll give a shout out to our patrons right at the top of the show, houseofpiping.com, lonestarpiper.com, Brandon Moreno and Twisted Thistle. Thank you, all of our amazing patrons. Yes, we have a new one in there for you regulars. Yes, thank you. Those guys have supported us through our Patreon page. They've clicked that support button and it really does mean a lot, especially rolling into 2018 with the new season just around the corner. Every penny that we can reinvest back into our quality and quantity, the better. So you guys are supporting what we do, so you are awesome! There you go. Right, time to get into listener mail. I've got a lot of listener mail. One such uh, email here is from Paul. It says, Hey Rap, really enjoying the show, mate. Look forward to the podcast each and every week. On last week's podcast, you mentioned that your young child had started learning how to pipe. Well, I did and I didn't, Paul. So, mm. But he goes on to say, he says, And you spoke about not pushing her in and being a pushy parent and wanting her to make up her own mind. Hope she can make up her mind soon and get into what we know and love. Is there any way that you could show her how awesome this hobby is? Cheers. Love the podcast. Look forward to hearing my mail read out on the show. Paul. (laughs) There you go. Your mail's been read out on the show, Paul. Yes. Talking about a little bit of a personal thing. But this has happened recently. My wee girl. Here she's what? She's about 11 years old now. And she recently had a demonstration in her primary school. If you listened to last week's podcast, you will have caught this already. But just a quick recap. She got a demonstration by the Music Service for Pipes and Drums by Andy McGregor and co. They showed her, showed them, all the guys in the primary school, what piping and drumming is. And then offered them lessons. So... I was the crazy, mad, keen parent and trying to push her into it and say, go on, you have to do it, it's awesome. And then at the same time, I remembered my daughter is an incredibly stubborn person and if you push her into something, chances are she'll just go, nah, not for me. So I very patiently waited and 
thankfully she had her very first piping lesson there over the course of the weekend and it was awesome to see she went to my dad my dad is a piper as you all know and yeah he went to him and my dad has taught many pipers here in northern ireland so he's well versed in how to teach complete beginners so handed elizabeth a chanter this is my daughter's name and yeah taught her how to play the scale now it took a little while because up until now she's been playing clarinet in primary school and mm, she hasn't really been enjoying it you know it just hasn't rung her bell really you know so yeah she had to get clarinet out of her head before she even thought about holding the chanter so yeah within the space of maybe 10 minutes or so she was blowing a steady tone and being able to play up and down the scale so yeah but that was as far as it went didn't want to push it any further didn't want to get into grace notes gdes nothing like that i think at this stage we were all just happy that she made that step of lifting the chanter in the first place now we're taking things in extreme baby steps because we just know the personality <laughs> of my daughter extremely fickle and yeah if you push too hard she'll just push back and just nah stuff you see that chanter and throw it out the window so yeah cotton gloves and we're hoping that from small acorns grow mighty oaks that kind of thing but i have to be honest and say paul she seems to be incredibly keen she's been asking so many questions about the piping world asking about what i do you know broadcasting and talking all about piping and drumming and why i find it interesting and then also yeah just about pipe bands in general like for instance there on it was yesterday yesterday morning tuesday morning we were driving to school in the school run and she says uh dad put some field marshal on would you now i have to admit i nearly collapsed <laughs> because nine times out of ten i'd be having bands on in the car anyway and recently i've been listening to dougie mccance's new album composed and yet instead of listening to dougie she wanted to listen to a pipe band so that knocked me over so and to be honest yeah the practice chanter hasn't been out of her hands she's been practicing most nights now um as soon as she gets home from school even at times when she gets up in the morning she has a little play around and the odd run on the scale every now and again so yeah the interest is there paul and as i've said cotton gloves we're yeah we're not going to jump into anything and saying oh yeah she's got to go and learn and play with this band because she'll just be amazing no we're just yeah treating it very canny as they say here so yeah i think the plan is that she may sign up uh, for the piping and drumming school or maybe we'll go to a band locally here and you know start the learning process we don't know we're gonna give it time yeah we'll wait and see but thank you very much for your interest <laughs> and I, if anything i hope that satisfied you reading out your email on the podcast there you go. Now, I, I didn't give out the email address. I always do this for listener mail. Yeah, email us in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. It's very simple. You can email us in any question at all, and I will do my best to answer them. Even questions about my daughter. There you go. Who knows? She could be the next uh, yeah, amazing piper that we'll all be, I'll be reporting on her in years to come. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Got another email in here, and this is from Chris. And he says, Rab, now that I'm back from my holiday, it's Thanksgiving here in the States. That's right, yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. And 
It's belated Thanksgiving now. Um, I can get caught up on a couple of podcasts. First, how are you today? Chris, do you know what? I'm not bad, mate. Not bad. Thanks very much for asking. He says, now that the pleasantries are over, regarding the sexism podcast. Oh, Chris, what are you doing to me? Yes, the sexism podcast. This podcast seems to have rattled cages and it continues to rattle cages. So, yeah, the sexism podcast. I bring your attention to a recent post on Facebook from Whiskey and Tartan entitled uh, or added by the New Hampshire Highland Games. Apparently this was back in November 2014, so it's not really recent, Chris. Um, but it talks about a all-women's pipe band. Yeah. So this is interesting. Uh, so he says, and he had, gives me the link and everything. Um, so he says, yeah, there are still all women's pipe bands in the bagpiping world. So like Sean Connery found out, never say never. Apparently, uh, let me see. I'm trying to find. Uh, they're called the, the, the Women's Police Music Pipe Band or something. And they debuted obviously back in 2014. And they played five tracks, whatever performance it was at the Highland Games playing the Garwali song and all that sort of stuff. So, interesting, I will be reading this article posted by Whiskey and Tartan. Yeah, definitely worth checking out. But all women pipe bands honestly didn't think they existed. So, hey, I, I stand corrected. You know, this goes into the section of the show we haven't done in a while. Stuff that rap got rap. <laughs> Lethal. There you go. <laughs> I haven't done that in a good way. So that's stuff that I got wrong. Uh, also, on the topic of motivation, says Chris. He says, for me, is competing also in solos. So this where uh, this way there is more, and hang on, this doesn't read right, Chris. He says, yeah, there's more music to learn and it's more difficult music to learn and to struggle with rather than the same old band's tunes over and over and over again. Like you mentioned in the podcast, there are days when getting home and not wanting to have to pull out the pipes or sticks from practice. But then when I do, I remember when I play my bagpipes, I'm in my happy place. At least for a little while. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So that's from Chris Shepard there from a piper from the city of Albany Pipe Band. Awesome, Chris. Thank you very much for your email, pal. And yeah, that's an interesting article about all women pipe band. I'll check that out now and do a bit of research. Um, but from memory, I haven't seen an all woman pipe band now in a long time. I've, I've looked through a lot of history books and stuff, old programs and such. And yeah, I have seen evidence of them in existence. You know, I do know that they were they were there, but I just don't know if they exist now. So anyway. Right, time to get on with this. Yeah, if you want to get in contact with the show, please do, especially running into Christmas. If you want to give a shout-out to everyone and wish everyone a happy Christmas or happy holidays and all that sort of stuff, get in contact with us. We have a Facebook page there. If you haven't liked us on Facebook already, why not? Where have you been? Send us in a message. So the Big Rab Show on Facebook, plus on Twitter as well, at Big Rab Show on Twitter, and, of course, the email, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Definitely drop us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, on to the piping news. I did tell you, we've got a load of piping news. Now, the Rab Show made a little bit of piping news this past week. Last night, in fact, on Fuse FM Balamoney, as I was recording this, it's now the 6th of December. The 5th of December, we announced the winner of our Piper's Christmas box. Now, this thing was... Nothing short of incredible. And you guys were entering in your droves. We had hundreds of entrants into this competition. 
And yeah, we had a winner announced. But first of all, let's look at what you could have won. Uh, so the National Piping Centre, we're giving a 12-month subscription to Piping Today magazine, plus a copy of the Peabrook Tudor book, which was incredible. Uh, ModernPiping.com, uh, they were giving away their Volume 4, which was their Christmas edition. Uh, so that's with latest tunes, including uh, from Lincoln Hilton, Chris Armstrong, Roddy McDonald, Mark Saul, Kyle Warren, Xavier Bardot, and Ross Ainsley. Yeah, so... Paul Ritchie was also given away his Urban Hero book and CD, which is incredible, by the way. You should really check that out. And Fred Morrison, the legend that is Fred. Yeah, he's given away a book and CD of his music as well. Kyle Rothschild is also giving away a book of compositions. It's just incredible, if anything. It was only just recently released. And HouseOfPiping.com, of course, our amazing patron, they're giving away a six-month membership free there you go, not bad. Trap Dry, the amazing Trap Dry are giving away a canister system. So that was just awesome. Thank you, Trap Dry. And the star prize in our Pipers giveaway, of course, was from the awesome G1. They were giving away a chanter and reed setup. Now, how class is that? They're calling it a plug and play system. So, yeah. You plug it in and you play. It's all set up for you. So there you go. A chanter and read set up from the awesome guys at G1. Now that was our piping giveaway box. And it was won by... Drum roll. Julie Brinklow. There you go. Congratulations Julie. And if anything Julie has now since been in contact with the show. So we can send her out all these amazing gifts. And through our conversation we actually found that she was a pipe major of... Uh, Port Leithan and District Pipe Band. So she's a pipe major of quite an awesome pipe band. And here she is winning all these piping goodies. So awesome. We're really happy uh, to have a winner. And thank you to everyone for entering our competition. You always do run a little bit of a risk of running a competition and nobody enters. But this one certainly didn't have that problem. (laughs) We were inundated. So thank you everyone for entering. Now... All is not over. And yes, you drummers are included as well. I know all that stuff's all for pipers, but you drummers aren't going to miss out. Yeah, next week on Fuse FM Balamoney, we will be announcing the winner of our drumming Christmas box. Yeah, so this is one for the drummers. Where do you hear the list of stuff you could win if your name is drawn out? Paul Ritchie, of course, is giving away an Urban Hero CD Incredible. LoneStarPiper.com is giving away a hat, which is awesome. I've seen these hats. They look great. Drum Rider are giving away a free month Pro Edition subscription to their Drum Rider software, which is incredible. LA Covers are giving away a snare drum or a tenor drum cover, a color of your choice. Adanti Drums are giving away a practice pad, a pair of Adanti PB2 sticks, a hand towel, a key ring and a polo shirt. ScottishDrumandLessons.com are giving away a free three-month subscription. Proline are giving away a pair of tenor sticks and a t-shirt. Ace Percussion are giving away a pair of handmade custom tenor sticks. Now, that's kind of special. Twisted Thistle are giving away a set of medalist mallets. Now, these are not your standard ones. I have to stress this. These are the medalist series, which are... Kind of the cream of the crop from Twisted Thistle. So they're giving away something quite awesome there. Uh, Jim Kilpatrick Percussion is giving away a pair of every colour of KP2 sticks. And also a Jim Kilpatrick Deluxe Practice Pad. So that's 
Fantastic there. Thanks, Jim. Uh, Stephen Crichton Drummond has given away a pair of sticks, a signature pair of sticks, sorry, uh, which is these new black active grip sticks that I'm still fascinated to get a look at just to see how they work. Also, you can get them either in white or natural, you know, if you don't like the black ones. Uh, plus, you get a Stephen Crichton Drummond t-shirt. There you go. Stephen McWhorter Percussion then is also giving away a pair of his signature sticks. So there you go. That is our drumming Christmas box. So how do you enter this amazing competition? Get yourself on to the Big Rab Show Facebook page. That's how you do it. You'll see the post up there on the page. All you need to do, like it, share it, tag three of your mates. And boom, there you go. You're entered into the draw. Now, I have to say, depending on when you're listening to this, this is now Wednesday. So, yeah, draw for this closes on Sunday. Yeah, so depending on when, of course, you're listening to this, the draw could well be finished. uh, But definitely check out the Rab Show page on Facebook and we will have full details up there of the draw and whether it's still open or not. So go for it. Why not? It's in. All you have to do is do Facebooky stuff and... You could be on with a chance to win all that free gear. Awesome. Okay, as I say, the winner will be announced on next week's live show on Fuse FM. So, well worth checking out. Okay, we spent a good lot of time talking about this event on last night's show. A charity event has been announced there, as I said on last week's podcast, raising money for the Children's Cancer Unit in the Royal Hotel in Belfast. This is going to be held in the Royal Hotel in Cookstown, February the 17th. Doors open at 6pm. That's now been brought forward from 7. They have to start an hour earlier. And tickets are a tenner. They can be got from Gary Smith, of course, through his Facebook page. Or, yeah, if you contact us on the Rab Show, we can hook you up with tickets through Gary as well. So, £10 a ticket. And you're going to be raising money for the Children's Cancer Unit in the Royal Hospital in Belfast. So... The lineup for this event is the whole reason we've been talking about it. Yeah, Tully Lagan, World Champion Drum Corps, are going to be there. Also, St. Lawrence O'Toole Drum Corps are going to be there. Like, the entire corps are going to be there. Just incredible. Now, other acts include Stephen McWhorter is going to be there, Mickey McKenna, Garth McLeese, uh, William Glenholms, Chris McNichol, Stephen Crichton, Daniel Lynn, John Scullion, John Lappin, Cameron Drummond, Ryan Couples-Mendez, Ian Burrows, Ashley McMichael, Glenn Ross, Jordan Bailey, Callum Smith, and a Field Marshal Montgomery mini-band. Now, this is February! February! February 17th, and yeah, for this early in the season, for drum corps and people to be getting together and performing like this... It's awesome. So, yeah, the chance to hear a Field Marshal Montgomery mini band, ooh, that's going to be interesting. So, this is a charity event. Every penny is going to charity, and the tickets are a tenner. And so, you're going to get music from 6 pm until the small hours, because after all of the piping and drumming finished, you'll have drink, dancing, music, food, all sorts of craziness into the small hours. The music will be provided by Ulster Scots band Berna. So, yeah, that's going to be an incredible event. I think, if anything, yeah, we're going to have to get along to that. So if you are listening from Northern Ireland and you would like to go, this is going to be an incredible event with the who's who from the piping world. Definitely worth a look. Right. As I mentioned, I think on previous podcast. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland have finally announced the release of their Thunderstruck album. Yes, I think I did mention this in last week. But just to give it another push, because, yeah, 
the release is just around the corner. 8th of December. So this is what, 6th I'm recording this. So yeah, the 8th of December you can go and grab this album with both hands. You can get it on iTunes, Google Music and Amazon. And plenty of other music services will become available as yeah, the album rolls out. But these are the three main places you can get it. Now, I have had two tracks sent to me from the pipe major of the band, Alistair. So thank you very much, first of all, for sending those. And I played an exclusive track on the show last night on Fuse. And, wow. To be honest, I can really see why this concert was voted best live act of the year on the Rab Show Awards. It was simply incredible. And to think that these are children, these are kids that are producing this music. Whew. I tell you what, I've never steered you guys wrong. This is a purchase that you're just simply going to have to make. The last time I was so enthusiastic about an album purchase, I was talking about the Field Marshal Montgomery's live recording of their big pre-Worlds concert. You know, the double CD, which hasn't left my car ever. It's always been in the stereo. Uh, Well, apart from recently, I've been listening to Doogie's album. But anyway, Doogie's album's incredible too. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, but I am going to be there on the 8th of December, just champing at the bit to get this downloaded i cannot wait to hear it it's just going to be amazing so definitely a shout out then to the national youth pipe band of scotland this is going to be one that we're going to have to have in our collection take it from me folks get it downloaded on the 8th of december the national youth pipe band of scotland and thunderstruck you will not be disappointed okay inverary and district are continuing in their winning ways. Yeah, they keep winning prizes, even in the off-season when they're just rehearsing and learning stuff. They're still winning prizes. Yes, they picked up Pipe Band of the Year at the 15th Scots Trad Music Awards. I can just about talk. Yeah, the Scots Trad Music Awards, of course, were this past weekend. And, yeah, it's the 15th one. That's hard to believe. It's been rolling there for 15 years. But, yeah, congratulations go to Inverarian District. They picked up Best Pipe Band of the Year. So there you go. So other notable winners for us piping fans, of course, include Best Live Act of the Year that went to Skippinish. Well done. If anything, Skippinish are an incredible live band. You should really check them out. An up-and-coming artists award went to a band called Horo. Now, yeah, I have a few recordings from these guys. I actually have the album in the house. And, yeah, I've listened to it and I thought, that's quite cool. If anything, for some reason, it just never made the playlist on the show. Um, But, yeah, I'm certainly going to be looking at these guys. Um, Horo, it's H O. Dash R-O, Horo. So, yeah, they won up-and-coming artists. Some really interesting music from them. And, yeah, definitely that's a recommendation. I would go and check them out. If anything, over the course of this weekend, I'll certainly be listening to more of them. Um, Folk Band of the Year went to Talisk. Now, Talisk are incredible. Um, especially in the folk music scene. They've been incredibly busy over this past year. And, if anything, that probably what won them their title. Uh, folk Band of the Year. But... Because they're definitely worth a listen. If you haven't checked them out yet and you are a fan of Celtic or folk music, go and check out Talisk. Some real amazing stuff coming from them. So definitely worth a look. So shout out to Skippinish, Horo and Talisk. All prize winners at this year's Scots Trad Music Awards. Now, if you are so interested in the Scots Trad Music Awards, I would urge you to go along and access the BBC iPlayer 
because they're all up there from BBC Alba. The whole night was all broadcast live, and you can go and watch it back now before it drops off the iPlayer, of course. And ticket from me, you're going to want to watch it because there was a performance on the night by Ross Ainsley, a solo performance where it was just him and his pipes. Wow. Like, it was incredible. Ross certainly didn't let us pipe and crowd down. You know, he represented us <laughs> he was up there and just uh just blew the stage away man it was awesome to see so well done to ross ainsley first of all for doing that that would have took some cojones as they say to stand on stage on your own and perform uh, in front of such a huge audience but ross was fit for it and my god he was amazing so definitely worth a look go and check that out on the iplayer if you can Okay, as I was talking about the National Youth Pipe Band, I have to give them another plug about their summer camp that they're going to be doing next year. What they're wanting you to do is to go along to the Piping Centre website and ask you to look at all the details. And, yeah, because this is for their summer school that they're going to be running. Well, it's not really a summer school, it's just a, a camp. I think they're calling it a winter camp, I suppose, because, yeah, it's like a residential kind of thing. Piper and drum, Pipers and drummers can go to this, stay overnight and stuff, and just spend the entire time learning about piping and drumming. So this will be held, of course, in sunny Scotland. Let me see. Uh, I have to read my script here. Yeah, 12th and 14th of January. There you go. See, I'm well prepared, me, professional. 12th and 14th of January, 2018, at the Abernathy bar capel center so there you go so definitely worth checking out i have to give them another special plug they're asking you to get your details in soon if you are interested in going to this in january because spots are filling up fast and yeah this is a chance to learn from some of the amazing tutors and you know staff that work there at the national youth pipe band yeah this is a one-off opportunity so who knows it might not be a one-off opportunity but this is a first so this will be kind of worth checking out. So get along to the Piping Centre website for full details about the Piping and Drummer Winter Camp, as they're calling it. There you go. Now, shout out to good friend of the show, Mr. Stephen McWhorter. Yeah, Stephen! Yeah, Stephen is a legend. As we all know, he's an eight-time world solo drumming champion, plus current world champion with Inverary. So he's now started online lessons. Now, I'll let that sink in for a minute. Stephen McWhorter is giving online drumming lessons. Yeah, has anybody fainted? Yeah, okay. Stand up now. <laughs> yeah, you have to go and check this out. Go and check out Stephen McWhorter Percussion on Facebook for full details. Or you can check out his website, stephenmcwhorter.com, and book your spot now is the tagline. You need to book your spot with Stephen. His full contact details are up there, including you know his email address and all of his social media and stuff, where you can get in contact with Stephen and arrange your very own online lesson. Now, this does not happen every day. I have to stress this for you drummers out there. It may happen quite a lot in the piping world where you get online tuition from some of the best pipers in the world. But there doesn't seem to be too much in the way of drumming tuition out there. I could be completely wrong. But, hey, when a legend such as Mr. Stephen McWhorter is doing it, now's your chance. I would grab it with both hands. So, stephenmcwhorter.com, book your spot now. And, yeah, be in with a chance of getting some real incredible insight so a chance to learn from an eight-time world solo drumming champion doesn't come around every day so 
shout out to Stephen McWhorter for doing this. This is an incredible idea, Stephen. And hey, get your spot now because these will definitely fill up fast. Okay, the Paula Braden class of drum majors, or as they're known now, the PB class of drum majors, are holding their annual summer ball, which is just around the corner. Even though it's December, believe it or not. So they're raising money for some amazing charities. For full details, you can go and check out the Rab Show page. We have the full listing up there. But this is going to be taking place on the 28th of April. Now, this event is quite popular, I have to say. It's become known as like a big pre-season soiree. And, yeah, it's raising money for charities, so it's amazing. So this is all going to be held at the Galgorm Resort and Spa. Now, this is an incredibly swanky destination. So, of course, the dress code then will be black tie. Yeah, black tie, formal dresses, so all the ladies will have their hair and nails and fake tan done and all that stuff. And all the fellas will just be dragged along. Yeah, come on you, try not to look so scruffy. So, yeah, black tie, formal dinner, dinner in the Great Hall in the Galgorm Resort and Spa here in Northern Ireland. 28th of April, doors open at 6pm for a drinks reception and schmoozing. And then after that, a four course meal will be served at 7pm. Followed then by live entertainment into the small hours. Tickets are £40 per adult and £12.50 for each kid. Now, you may think 40 quid per adult is steep, but trust me, it isn't. This is a very swanky resort. And 40 quid for a four-course dinner and live entertainment into the night, that's nothing. And plus, your money's going to charity. You know what I mean? So this is an incredible event. So shout out to the PB class of drum majors for running this every year. Um, An insane amount of money is raised every year uh, for charity. So yeah, kudos to you guys. And there you go. 28th of April. Grab your tickets if you want to get all dressed up and go for a big swanky dinner. With the best dressed people in piping and drumming. (laughs) Grant. December the 16th, just around the corner, the Blackthorn Piping Society here in Northern Ireland are holding a piping and drummer, piping and drumming, sorry, masterclass hosted in the Discover Ulster Scots Centre in Belfast in the Cathedral Quarter. So this is an opportunity for those playing pipes and drums to come along and work with world-class tutors. Now, as for those world-class tutors, I have no idea who they are. They've kept their cards very close to the chest. I have no idea who the tutors are, but... This event, yeah, it's pretty awesome, especially around this time of year. The 16th of December, you don't normally get master classes happening. Normally, that's kind of pretty limited around this time of year. But, yeah, 16th of December, the Discover Ulster Scott Centre, thanks to the Blackthorn Piping Society, they're running this. So, apparently, it's a chance to learn all about instrument maintenance as well as uh, people management skills and, yeah, of course, learning how to play uh, for the bagpipers apparently there will be um, a master class on finger work technique i think there is and then for drumming as well um i think it's uh, there's integration or something to do with drum scoring i think maybe i uh, drum scoring sorry i read that wrong yeah and about integration with the tunes so very interesting stuff um could be quite useful to bands around this time of the year because Everybody's writing scores at this time of the year, you know, so it'd be interesting to get some insight in that, and especially for piping as well. If you're learning new tunes, have to make sure that you're playing all the movements within that tune correctly, and oh, yeah, it'd be interesting, you know, to have this masterclass. So there you go, December the 16th, up in the Discover Ulster Scott Centre in sunny Belfast. Check it out. Right.
that's it. I can now go and make myself a cup of tea. I will now scrap my script and be gone. Yeah. <laughs> Grant. If anything, thank you to everyone who sent in a listener email this past week. I have had an awful lot of email in, and most of them have all been about previous podcasts. If anything, I will do a bit of a wrap-up podcast. I think before the end of the year, we'll look back over some previous emails and questions and things that I haven't addressed. And yeah, we'll chat about that on a wrap-up podcast, I think. Because there's a lot of you who email in every week, and yeah, I don't answer your questions because you're asking about old previous podcasts. So we'll revisit them, and we'll look back. And if anything, I would urge you to please email us in if you do have a suggestion about a topic of the week. Email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Definitely email us in if you have a thought, because this week's yeah topic of the week was suggested by a listener. So, yeah, we're going to get chatting about it now. But first, I better go and grab myself a cup of tea. Right, time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com the little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and Highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com Check them out. Looking to book more gigs? Or maybe you're just a busker looking for more work? House of Piping connects bagpipers with clients looking to hire. Member profiles include an image gallery, contact information, a link to your website, and audio-video recordings. All with full 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow for an exclusive membership discount. Again, that's houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow and get piping. Twistedthistle.com Owned and operated by world champion and gold medal winner bass drummer Mike Cole. Twisted Thistle bass drum mallets are one of the top performing bass stick brands in the world. Used by our current world champions in Vararian District Pipe Band. So check out TwistedThistle.com where you can find information on available models to buy, tuning videos, Skype drumming lessons, pipe band drum scores, pipe band drumming workshops, drum tech support, blah, just so much stuff. Check them out, TwistedThistle.com. Hello, this is Fred Morrison, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yeah. <clears throat> Time for the topic of the week. <laughs> that was our amazing patrons there. Thank you, everyone, for clicking that support button. And, yeah, that's like a little, little perk that they get for helping us out. So, thank you, everyone. If you do want to have a, your own little personal shout-out, then definitely check us out on Patreon, and you can have a look at all the different perks and things that you can get for having, helping support us and what we do. So, yeah, there you go. Go and check that out. Time for the topic of the week! It's my favourite time of the week, you know. <laughs> it's quite sad. I spent all week preparing my radio show, which is like two hours on a Tuesday, and then it's repeated on a Saturday, and then I do Throwback Thursday and stuff on the Facebook page, as well as reporting on the news and views and stuff. And then this is the one time, the one time where I can just like, 
pick a topic and just talk and just relax and don't script the thing. And sometimes, if anything, it's maybe where I fall flat on my face because I get stuff wrong. Stuff that rap got wrong. Lethal. Yeah, I think we should have a whole podcast on that. Stuff that rap get wrong. You know? <laughs> anyway, that could be possibly in our wrap-up podcast. You know what I mean? Whenever we're just reading emails and saying, Oh, Rob, you're not a Bob. Yeah. Right, let's get to it. This week's topic of the week is good practice. Yes. Now, last week I talked about motivation and about getting your backside out the door to go to practice. But then, once you're there, you don't want to be resting on your laurels. You are there for a reason. You don't just want to land in through the door of the band hall and then sit in your backside and do nothing. Now, I have witnessed this many times. People tearing themselves away from the nice warm fire at home or the the soap opera that they're watching or whatever and then they land through the door they plonk themselves in a chair and just say right i'm here (sighs) what time is it (laughs) i've had a guy who sat there with his watch on the table so he could know what time it was so he can go home whenever band practice was supposed to have finished and so yeah I will first of all tell you of my experience of band practices and then I'll give you my thoughts on what good practice is. Mm. Now I could be leaving myself wide open to ridicule here so feel free. (laughs) Email me in bigrapshow at gmail.com let me know your thoughts but I will show you or tell you my thoughts on good practice. First of all My experience as a lead drummer in my time is you were lucky to get everybody through the door. The band I played in, band practice started at 7.30. Now, we moved that forward to 7 because we realised everyone was always roughly about half an hour late. So, if you wanted band practice to start at 7.30 start brand practice at seven and people start to trickle in through the door and by that stage then you have maybe 15 20 minutes of sitting talking and saying hi to everyone and you know catching up on your day and you know how's the kids and is your car still giving you trouble and yeah and then by the time that's done you think oh well we maybe might practice something here Uh, what do you think Will, will, will we play something yeah can we play last year's medley uh no um I've got this new set here and we can make, might learn. Oh god, how many parts is it? Oh, for goodness sake. You got it's a pile of new stuff and you got a whole load of new stuff. And then the, the complaining starts. And then so most of the evening then is spent fighting over new material and whether it's too much, too little, if it's right, if it's wrong. <laughs> and then maybe by the end of the night you might go in and say hello to the pipers. You know, the drummers might move from their little room in the back with the, the single bar heater. Um, you're all sitting freezing and you might all go into the piper's room where they're all sitting with central heating and very plush carpet and actual wallpaper on the walls and stuff and yeah (laughs) the pipers are all sitting around having a laugh and all of that and so that's my experience of band practices through the winter so how to keep motivated during all of that can remain very difficult but i guess Band practice is a thing that should be structured in such a way that everyone is kept interested. And if anything, band practice for me has always remained around the same sort of format no matter what band I've went to. I've went to many different pipe bands. I know that sounds bad, 
But <laughs> through my experience throughout the different grades and throughout different bands from playing here with bands in Northern Ireland, most band practices seem to follow the same format. You arrive at band practice and you spend 5 to 10 minutes getting warmed up. Now this was just free play, you were let loose. Uh, you know, As long as your lead tip or your pipe major knew you were there, you were given 5-10 minutes to get yourself organised, get yourself warmed up. And be that, I don't know, playing through a whole set, playing just your regular rudiments or whatever, just get your hands moving. Because after that 5 or 10 minutes, that's it. Fun stops, no more chat. Yeah, we don't care if your car's still giving you trouble, you're here band practice now. And that, yeah, that seems to be pretty much the norm. You know, chat's over, time to learn. And after that, you get shown the set, you work your way through the set. Now, this is maybe all the way up until there's like an hour. An hour left of band practice, then after the hour, that's it. If you haven't got it by that stage, tough, take the work home, learn it at home, bring it back next, next band practice and have it learnt. And yeah... At that time, you know, at my experience, the lead drummer at the time would show it to the whole core. Here's your score. Here you are. It's in black and white. Here it is. Let's play through it. Played it. Played it half a dozen times, maybe. And even at that, when people start keep making mistakes and that, he breaks it down into individuals. Then goes in one by ones or one to ones, as we called them. And yeah, everyone else has to sit in silence and watch the one person have to struggle his way through it. And they went one-to-one around the whole entire part, keep going the other part. And this is very boring and very intricate. But, yeah, basically you spend time with your lead drummer alone, drum corps alone, pipers alone as well. Doing exactly the same thing in the piping room. They're in there for a good hour, hour and a half, sitting learning new stuff, going through it in the chanter. Then, after you spend that hour, whatever, together as a single unit then for one hour and maybe an hour and a half before the end of the night you come together as a band and try to play as a unit now even if that is playing over old stuff that's what i found a lot of bands whenever they're learning new material coming into the new season it's a bit ropey to start with and perhaps mm, it might not gel as well as it could so in that instance then the pipe major would play and the lead drummer would play and show everybody what it will sound like so yeah that's the basic format for a band practice even through the summer months when the season is up and running you would start the night off on pads and chanters and then the rest of the night is spent on yeah on drums and pipes so an ordinary band practice that i would normally go to uh, would start around seven o'clock and finish around ten now I say these are rough start and finish times because most band practices I know uh, start at 7 but actually start at 7.30 and most band practices I know finish at 10 or are supposed to finish at 10 but actually finish about an hour later, about 11pm. So yeah, you're talking about a good body of time there spent in the band hall learning and for most bands that I know they've practiced maybe two nights a week. So that's quite a lot of practice. So what are my tips during all of this for best practice now i don't know what your practice custom is even when you're at home on your own what is your own practice you know what is your routine because everybody has a routine i have my own everyone else has their own and everyone seems to have their thing that works for them 
But I guess what I want to talk about is good practice. Now I've been doing a little bit of research on this, on what good practice is, and I'm guilty for not doing some of these things. So I'll hold my hands up and say I'm certainly not perfect. So <laughs> you guys can laugh along with me if you want. But um, yeah, what is good practice? Now this is recommended uh, through the Trinity Music School. This is uh, in London plus in Dublin as well, which is seen as being like the... I don't know, they, you know, produce orchestras and different things. Like, these are the guys who, I suppose, like, the American alternative would be, like, the Juilliard School, possibly. I don't know. But this is, like, the school for music in the UK. And this is their recommendations for pupils who are studying music. What is best practice? So I suppose, essentially, as us and piping and drumming, we never stop learning. So we could take a leaf out of their book. Plus, I've done a bunch of other research from other schools that were in the States, especially from colleges who have music programs. And their practices all kind of fell into the same regard as ourselves in piping and drumming. So it was very interesting research, I have to say. If anybody's interested in the field of how to practice, I would urge you to go and look at it. Because you'll find a lot of us are doing it wrong. And in fact, that's how I found out I'm doing it wrong. So, the first thing you need to do whenever you are approaching practice of any kind, right? You're Say you're a piper or you're a drummer in our instance. The first thing you need to do is make sure that you are engaged in the activity of practice. Okay? Now, what that means is that you can't be distracted by other things. Now, for instance, I get guys coming to band practice and they're talking about the football scores that weekend or they're talking about what happened in work or they're talking about, ah, the wife and kids are driving me crazy, man. And that flipping car of mine won't start. Already, they're distracted. So I guess in band practices that I go to, you're given that little 10, 20 minutes at the start to warm up to get yourself in the mindset. You know, you're given that period of time, that little space for you to just switch the head on and go, mm, okay, right, I have to start playing now. I'll forget about the car. I'll forget about what happened at work today. I'll, time to play, right? Switch that gear in motion and then the cogs start turning. So, yeah, that's what the advice is, is to be engaged in what you're doing. Be interested in what you're doing. Kind of actively think about what you're doing. Don't be sitting there learning something, but also be thinking, did I leave that the iron on when I'm at home? Or, oh God, did I fill the dishwasher? Ah, uh, see, whenever I get home, I have to lift this guy on the weight. Just stop. Think about what you're doing. You're there at band practice. You're there for a reason. Be engaged. Be interested in what you're doing very interesting that part and if anything it can be hard to maintain because that does take a level of concentration because i do know from experience that that little break between being on pads to moving on to drums later on in the night there's a little lull people go and have a you know cigarette break or whatever and you know people just mill about and have a conversation and then it's hard to get back into the playing gear again you know so it does take a little bit to maintain so yeah be engaged be interested Also, what else makes good practice? Everyone can sit and practice inside their comfort zone. Now, you know exactly what I'm going to say. Challenge yourself. 
Yeah. Good practice is not doing something that you're good at and doing it over and over again. Practice is doing something that you're crap at. (laughs) I can't do those. I can't play that. Well, then that's what practice is for. You know what I mean? People don't understand it sometimes. Like, for instance, you would go to band practice and the guys would get the chanters out of the boxes and then suddenly start playing Clumsy Lover and Pumpkin's Fancy and all these big tunes and you're thinking, what are you doing? But, you know, they're playing all these super massive tunes but yet you ask them to play the Strispe from this year's medley and they go, oh, no, no. Well, I listen to this here. Listen to this. But I'm dead on. Practice what you should be doing. Challenge yourself. Practice your new material. Because that will is what will engage your brain. I suppose your psyche. The whole idea of practice is to challenge yourself. Sure, at the start of the night, whenever you're getting your mind and gear about playing, and you're just trying to move your hands to get warmed up, fine. Go for it. Play the belly dancer. <laughs> or play these big hornpipes and reels. Go for it. Just let it out. Just get it all out of your system. Because after the 10 minutes, once you have yourself switched on, you're engaged and you're kind of interested in what you're doing, then it's time to challenge yourself. You know, you're going to be doing something new. Time to learn something. And if not that, then it's time to improve on something you already have. That's what your lead drummer is there for. That's what your pipe major is there for. You're there to take direction from these guys to say, well, maybe we can improve this or we're going to learn this. That's what you're there for. You're there to challenge yourself. Good practice is always about challenge. Now, this isn't just for band practice, by the way. This is also for being at home. I have to stress that. If anything, I'm a big culprit for this, is I practice with the TV on. Now that I keep catching myself doing it. I have the TV on in the background, I kind of hit the mute button, and then I start practicing. You know, the stick's a pad on my knee, and I'm drumming away, and next thing, I'll look up, and I see the screen, and I go, ooh, all right, okay, that movie's coming out. I wonder when that, oh. And then instantly, I'm distracted. That's it, practice is over. You know, my mind is in a different place. And, you know, I'm suddenly thinking about the new Marvel movie or whatever. You know, I'm not sitting concentrating on my Swiss roughs or my fives or... You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, be engaged and also be challenged. So, yeah, like I'm not challenging myself by sitting playing six eights all night or sitting playing four fours or, you know, road stuff or, yeah, playing the medley set that I've played countless times. Yeah, I guess you know what I'm trying to say. Try to challenge yourself at home. Practice the stuff you're crap at because you already know the stuff you're good at. Now, the final thing that makes good practice, according to my research, and this one is hard to do. It's muscle memory. Develop muscle memory. Now, as much as I said practice what you're crap at, also doesn't hurt to practice what you're good at. So, those rudiments and those little GDE grace notes and scales and things that you learned whenever you first started, go over those as well. It certainly doesn't do any harm because muscle memory is an actual thing. Yeah. (laughs) Because believe it or not, there has been research done on muscle memory. There can be actions the human body can do without even thinking. 
And that's what practice is. If you practice something so much, you can literally do it without thinking. You don't have to actively tell your body, right now, I am going to turn a door handle. Because your body just automatically does it. It knows how to, you know, door open. You know what I mean? I guess the research I looked into this, and this is a bit strange, but skateboarders. I watched a long documentary on skateboarders and how they practiced what they did before they went to the X Games. You know the X Games and they're doing all the extreme sports stuff and the half pipe and all that stuff? Yeah, they were saying that skateboarders put in so much practice into what they're doing that basically they could do their entire you know, X Games routine with their eyes closed. They don't even have to think. You know, they've had guys who just, ah, oh, I just listen to the music and the crowd cheering. You know, I don't even think about what I'm doing. My body just seems to do it. And that's muscle memory. From a musical point of view, concert pianists, as I'm sure you are aware, they memorize entire pieces without having any dots on the page in front of them. And granted, that's what us pipers and drummers do. But we, yeah, I guess we never really think of it as muscle memory. And yeah, that's essentially what we're doing. As much as we love having the music in front of us, it's a memory game, piping and drumming. And yeah, we do have to memorize our scores, we have to memorize our pipe tunes, and we need to develop muscle memory. And it is something that needs to be worked at by practicing what we're good at. So, if you have something that you're crap at, a brand new tune, and you're thinking, God, I'm never going to play this, but after a while, after a week or two, maybe even three, suddenly it starts to click. Then keep going. Don't stop. Because I've noticed people who get tunes and they think, ah, oh, I know that now. And they, they put the music back in the box. And then you, whenever you ask them again, oh, can you play that? Oh, I used to be able to play that. Oh. Yeah, muscle memory is an actual thing that needs to be developed. So once you think you have something, it doesn't do any harm to keep doing it. You know what I mean? Keep practicing even those things that you do know once you're confident in them. And develop your muscle memory. So there you go. That was kind of the bit of research that I've managed to uncover about good practice. Be engaged. Challenge yourself and develop your muscle memory. There you go. Plus there's loads of other different hints and tips and things around practice that I don't really want to bore you about because there's so many. But if anything, it's an incredibly interesting topic area. Loads of different fields of people out there. Sportsmen and women, uh, musicians, even surgeons have to practice. Which is really strange. You wouldn't think. Um, but yeah, all these people all have to practice. So it's a really interesting thing to look into whenever you actually analyze it and see what are you doing with your time in the band hall and yeah it can open a lot of big can of worms because i do know from experience that i've had lead drummers in the past who suddenly start looking at the format of band practice and they try to shake things up and they have a whole entire revolt on their hands when are we getting a smoke break goodness sake we've been playing paradiddles all night so yeah don't forget your fundamentals play Practice over what you're good at as well as what you're crap at. I guess <clears throat> it's just a balanced balanced approach is what I'm trying to say. 
But definitely, probably number one, top of the pile, be engaged. That's probably the hardest one. And I will openly hold my hand up and say, that's me. I'm so easily distracted by, ooh, shiny thing. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> right, guys. That's it for the topic of the week. A little bit short this week, but hey, I only just got the email there this morning saying, ah, what about a topic of the week about practice? So there you go. If anything... Practicing around the world fascinates me because I do know bands everywhere have so many different ways of tackling a band practice. I've explained to you my experience of a band practice. Pipers and drummers separate, pads and chanters first, then you go on the drums, then you go on the pipes, and then at the end of the night you come together as a unit. And yeah, the normally that's most band practices I've been to. Never have I really been to a band practice where you're all practicing collectively together from start till end. You would maybe get that at a competition, but that would be it. Even at that at a competition, you practice separate. Anyway, I'm rambling now. Thank you for listening to the podcast this week. It's been a, bit, a little bit shorter than normal, but hey, tis the season after all. Running up into Christmas now, and yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm getting ran over I have all sorts of Christmas presents I need to buy and all sorts of craziness and the rap show just is not slowing down at all which is just awesome I wouldn't have it any other way so thank you everyone first of all for messaging me in and entering our competition sending in your emails yeah hope you've been enjoying the show and if anything email me in your thoughts on good practice I would be really interested to know and yeah we'll bring your mail to the show next week that email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, also, don't forget to check us out on iTunes and Podbean. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe. I do know there's a lot of listeners check us out each week and they don't subscribe. And then they depend on me putting the link up on Facebook. There will be a time where I'll probably forget. So if you are subscribed, you will not miss an episode. You'll get a little notification to say, bing, Rab's uploaded another one. So, yeah, please do subscribe. Give us an all-important reading. And until next week, I will see you all again. Well, that's it for another Big Rap Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, good friends there at G1 Reads. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and at g1reads.com. The G1 Platinum Chanter is played by bands around the world, producing that rich, full-bodied tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our Champion of Champions 2016 in Verarian District. Many thanks to our good mates there at G1. And until next time... We'll see you right here in the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.